You are now listening to Talking That Talk. I'm T. And I'm Key. And we're a show of two informed and opinionated Black women. Each week, we will discuss thought-provoking ideas, life experiences, and perspectives with each other and special guests. So buckle up, because Because it's going to be a hell of a ride. This time on Talking That Talk. As a black woman, sometimes I find that I have these experiences and I have, well, I have these relationships or friendships and I want them to continue or that something small happens and we may stop talking or we disconnect and you kind of sometimes like want to reach out to that person and you want to reconnect with them, but like life gets in the way and things get in the way and like our pride gets in the way. So we kind of don't always do that. What happened to your friend with the light skin eyes? <laughs> Pretty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so sweet. Hopefully, I can actually see them. I think in general, reconnecting is important because, I mean, a lot of times, like we were talking about before, it's ghosting culture, you know? And, like, it's like, what the fuck happened? You yeah. know? Um, like, why are we even here? Because of stupidity. Black women need to reconnect because I feel like so often we are so used to tearing each other down. And half the time you cannot come to the root of why we're tearing each other down. Mm. Like, we don't even know why. Where did this issue arise from? Why are we even here? Why am I tearing you down? You actually cool ass person. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Listen to Talking That Talk. This is T, and Key is not currently here, but I am joined with my good friend Trina. Hey, girl, introduce yourself. Hey, so yeah, my name is Trina. Um, yeah, so tell me about yourself. What do you want to know? Well, just I don't know, just your little elevator speech or anything that you would want our listeners to know. We're going to talk a little bit more about our history and what this episode is about in a minute. But just your introduction, anything you want to say. Okay, well, I'm a 24-year-old black woman in America. Um, You know, pre-med went to... Baylor, um, and then went on to get my master's. Well, I'm in a master's. Wish I had it. Um, almost there. Almost, <laughs> almost there. there. Girl, you about to have in it. Public health. Um, Woo, public health. <laughs> yes, this is a journey. <laughs> I plan to get to medical school. You know, so yeah, that's me. Okay, so welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you. Um, It's so exciting that our stories are similar in that we um, have reconnected and I'm excited to talk to you about reconnecting and having an episode on reconnecting because um, we kind of briefly spoke about it a little before doing this, but sometimes we we find, and just as a black woman, because that's the the only experience I know, but (laughs) as a black woman, sometimes I find that I have these experiences and I have, well, I have these relationships or friendships and I want 
them to continue or that something small happens and we may stop talking or we disconnect and you kind of sometimes like want to reach out to that person and you want to reconnect with them but like life gets in the way and things get in the way and like our pride gets in the way so we kind of don't always do that and um I think our story is a special one because we did reconnect after a long period of time really long period and how long was it um I think we graduated what in 2013 it's 2020 so about seven years yeah about seven years and so that's really interesting so we're going to talk about reconnecting and I think we're going to start with talking about our history so um if you want to talk more about how how did we meet um from just your memory of like growing up and just how old were we all that good stuff uh we met seventh grade um (laughs) (laughs) seventh grade seventh grade so we met at the sleepover. We met at the sleep. Wow! And I think your mom may have took me home, or your mom drove us Something somewhere. Like that. Yeah. Or maybe I came to your house. I don't remember. But yeah, it started a long string of like sleepovers. Yeah. And hangouts and wow, seventh grade. How old were are we in second seventh grade? Like twelve. 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 Wow. And, and then so then we went to the same high school, same medical academy. <laughs> yeah. Same interest, like it was cool. It was yeah. it was nice, and high school was fun. High school was fun. It was it was an interesting high school dynamics because like it depends on where you were at. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, all the AP students it was like that same little hallway. Yes, in the medical academy, it was the same hallways. The, yeah, and then if you were like in media in the media academy, that's all there in one section. That's like your whole world. So we were like in these little worlds, really, yeah. and like just being some of the only black students in those all AP classes mm-hmm. and that medical academy program uh, course scheme. Mm-hmm. We ended up being in all the same classes. Yeah. So like we had the same everything. Yeah. And then like. We like each other. We've known each other since middle school. Yeah. And, like, kind of expanded our friend circles. I think I didn't do as good of a job as, like, talking to people who were outside of AP. Mm -hmm. I maybe wish I had because I think just expanding your circle is important and, like, getting to know other people. And maybe my high school experience would have been more fun, I think. When I think back to it. Maybe. Did you expand more out of the AP realm? Um, kind of. I mean like so so mm. but also like i think maybe like our role as like being in like sports medicine also helped us kind of like branch out and get to know more people that oh, was yeah that was fun that was fun that was fun that was we were, per- fun. we were what was it what, what was our role what was it called athletic trainer oh yeah we were athletic trainers which we learned we learned a lot like in terms we did. Of, like, <laughs> actually like we did shit, you know <laughs> Um, like like, working out, I was like, "Oh, you know, I I can do this." Yeah, I actually never like wrap my ankle and like my wrist and like actually like I know what's going on in a gym. Oh, this is great! (laughs) I learned something. Like that's so true. Okay, so yeah, basically, his gist of that is that we met in high school and we stopped talking. Like I think at the end of our senior year, maybe like in. I can't. I don't even recall what month, but I know it was before prom. Sometime I know it was before prom. I don't know. Maybe like we're gonna say let's say March to April. Yeah. Was it? I don't know when prom was. Was prom in May? Prom, prom was in May. I thought there was a period of time, an awkward period of time. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out pinpoint it. I just know the incident that kind of spiraled into what I felt was the reason. And we can talk about it because I'm really curious on your spin on the reason, you know. So, 
from my perspective, I remember there being a blood drive, mm-hmm. and there was an incident in which our we were like a, a group of three, our friendship, and it's funny because three, my mom used to tell me threes don't work out. I'm saying this, threes rarely work out. Like I, I say, get you a buddy, oh pal, get you a second buddy, and be you and that person, and y'all have you know like other friends that kind of go within the group. I feel like threes. I don't know. It's not a good number <laughs> for me. But I, I like the number three in general. But in terms of, like, friends, trios just don't work. But let me know if I'm wrong. I don't know. So I remember there being an incident where I got in a fight with the, our third partner. And after that incident, the partner stopped talking. My, our friend stopped talking to me. And I felt you stopped talking to me. But I don't know why you stopped talking to me. So I don't know. Is that, is that around the time that... You also recall that happening? Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> right? Like, what, what, made, what kind of made you feel like, okay, like, maybe we shouldn't be friends? Or, like, because I, I don't really remember, like, talking about it in terms of, like, not being friends, like, it being, like, a conversation. That's yeah. Like, yeah. I, no, we never had a conversation when we were back then. No, yeah. We didn't. It, just, it just happened, which was, I guess, um childish but I'm a very non-confrontational person so I just kind of just yeah but yeah. I feel I feel like the I feel like the drama was never between me and you though that was between it me and the other person yeah. so I never understood why we didn't talk I, I feel like you didn't want to talk to me I didn't know why no I, I didn't really have a personal reason um I just kind of just decided I guess, um, due to just non like, I don't know. But, like, really, like, I, I really can't pinpoint the exact reason. I think I just decided, I think it was just, like, whatever I was told at the moment made yeah. me kind of side. You are just like, I agree more with this side, this side of the yeah. thing, and I don't really want to even interact. It's just like a, like, this is better me yeah which like I said in hindsight probably is a shitty move yeah I think now that I'm older I feel like sometimes things work two ways and it's that happens just in life like you know sometimes people make a decision and they don't like you don't know why but I think if you really want to know you'll ask Mm -hmm. and um sometimes things take time take time and like um it's interest. It's interesting to have these conversations, and especially like from being like we've like say in just in life. Like since then, we've had like all these different relationships, just with people, mm-hmm. friends, family, all these different things, and we learn like, oh shit, this could have literally been as simple as a conversation. Like, hey girl, yeah, why aren't we talking? And yeah. like, and and I think we kind of it was cool. I really loved the first time that I saw you again because it was just like, hey. Hey, like, what's up? Like, it, it was not, it was not, it wasn't a conversation about, like, oh, what happened? More so a conversation, like, how are you? And, like, catching up. P- yeah, and picking up where we left off. Yeah. And, like, even now as we talk about it, I I was, like, thinking about the things you were telling me. And I think I, I would love to talk about it more um, off uh, off air. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I would love to focus more on, like, just reconnecting and, like, talking about, um, even, like, I, I, it is inter- inter- important to talk about, but it is important to talk about, um, like, the fall-off, just because sometimes it's, like, you may not understand, and it's, like, the other person on the, on the other end may not understand either. Yeah. So, 
this this is a like us being even vulnerable even you being vulnerable enough to say like i really don't know why it happened i really don't know why and i'm saying i'm saying i'm like dang like i had this friend from you know we got thinking about 12 year 12 years old and at that point we're 18 so like he's like oh i've been having this friend for yeah, six, six years. years i get into this fight with this other person who's disconnected and fucking at that point crazy for me from my perspective but at this point seriously for me no, not you. No, no, no. I know not me. It's just... The partner of the person, Jay, that person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I oh, felt yeah. like... Oh, yeah, no, he... Yeah, I felt like, like, like the whole interaction was crazy, and I never had, had a... Um, I never talked to really anybody from that side about it, mm-hmm. and I just kind of internalized it, and I moved on, and I just felt like, okay, well, you know, like, we're graduating, we're going to college, that's fine, mm-hmm. life continues, and... Um, if we are meant to reconnect, we will at a later point in time. And I also feel like, oh, we may go to the same med- medical school. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's fine. We'll grow. And we have grown. And, like, and I think that's cool. And it's it, it's so cool how even sometimes social media can connect you. Because I'm like, oh, like, I've seen you grow over the years. And, like, we've once you started liking each other's pictures and commenting, it's like, oh, like, we're cool. So it's like, <laughs> oh, let's, so it's like, okay, let's message. And yeah. it's like, oh, we send a message. And then we're like, how are you? Like, just being normal humans. Yeah. <laughs> And reconnecting, so, so it's interesting, like the transition of like girls to women that we've had, um, and the parallels that we share. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yes, I, I think it's like if you would put the same spirit in two dimensions, kind of. Does that make sense? Wow, that's really beautiful. You, you know, go that close, that's cool. I like that really too. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. like, which is just the experience, like from college, but which is like two completely different perspective yeah uh, it's true sorry I, I was i got excited about that i got excited i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> like, for real. yeah and so like and when you say that you mean like we're so we graduated and we went off to two different paths two different colleges so she went to baylor mm-hmm. university and i went to howard university and two different completely pla- different places and we went off and had these experiences and got our degrees what, what black women with degrees you know we what? are amongst the most educated population in the united states but we you won't yeah we're just saying that <laughs> so you know sometimes people like to i have i had to i had to i oh this is an off-brain topic conversation i'm gonna say it real quick i edited a memo for it was a job i did and i edited a memo um about black women mm-hmm. and they basically said that i think in one line that black women were some amongst the most poor and, and, I, and I had to literally highlight and write comments that actually black women are amongst the most educated in this country. So how can we be the most poor? You need to recheck that. And they rechecked the statistic and black women are not amongst the most poor. So get your facts straight for following. You know, we just I want people to get their facts straight and to know. So we're just going to put that out there. So, yeah, we both graduated from different universities, went different paths. We went to a PWI. In a small country town. In a small country town. <laughs> and I went to um, an HBCU in Washington, D.C. Um, and if you don't know, hopefully, if you're, li- if you're listening and you just are, need to know, PWI is a predominantly white institution and HBCU is a historically black college. I'm going to say that once and we're going to move on. And I won't, be, I won't repeat Rewind. it. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because in further, further episodes, we won't be repeating that. So, we have these different, uh, different but parallel experiences, and we both are about to graduate with our Master's of Public Health. Cheers to that. Woo. Couldn't complain. <laughs> Hopefully. 
hopefully I make it. <laughs> you are gonna make it. You're gonna make it. We're you are almost done. Mm-hmm. You are on this path to finish. Yeah, and that's what it is. You're right. <laughs> I know it's hard because it's like it's so hard sometimes to see like the light at the end of the tunnel. But like <laughs> you're the light and you're you're doing it and you're living and you're doing your best and your best is all you can do and it's enough. Yeah, it's you to like write it. I'll make you. I I need to start making banners. Your best, you are your best, and your best is enough. My mom told me that all growing up, and like I, it has resonated with me, and that's what something I carry. Like my best is enough, and that that will get you through. I need that shit. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna get some banners out. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So why is reconnecting important? It could be with me or just in life, but just in general, however you perceive that question. This is hard. I'm trying to think of it in the different levels. In life, with you, in general. So, I think in general, reconnecting is important because I mean, a lot of times, like we were talking about before, it's ghosting culture, you know? And, like, it's like, what the fuck happened, you yeah. know? Um, like, why are we even here? Because of stupidity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes you just grow. And you realize that things that you did when you were younger, you know, were just stupid or like, like I said, I can't even pinpoint a reason why. And neither so can I. You're curious. You're yeah. curious to be like, so what could have occurred if I was as easy as just having a conversation? Mm-hmm. Asking questions. Yeah. Communicating. Communicating. Like an adult. Yeah. Like I thought I was. But I wasn't a grown girl. Oh, no. I, I, I didn't hit a point where of grownness until I, like. Hell no. I, I, I'm still working on it, honestly. So. Yes. We'll talk, we'll talk about that when I get there. We'll exactly. <laughs> so, girl, same here. Like, what? So, someone will be like, I ain't been a grown up. <laughs> Me too. Adulting so hard. <laughs> Adulting so hard. Why so hard? So, you know, um. <laughs> You know, um, once you realize that and you're like, oh, dang, you know, I like this person because you know what? I've never had an issue with them. (laughs) I can't think of a reason why. So my mom would be like, I know, like, I saw this, like, Trina's mom posted this thing or like Trina's mom did this and like, she's here, she's there and like, she's doing well. Like, how is she? And it's the same thing. Like, you know, let's just reconnect and we can find out how we are and we don't have to use social media as a, an outlet to yeah, um, to connect. Out. Yes. So it's kind of like so good to reconnect and it feels good and I'm happy and it's, it feels right yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is, this is nice. I'm like, oh, girl, see you tomorrow. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> girl, I got this waffle maker though. Like, I waffles. I ain't lying. Like, Ooh, we can make them up. I'm, I'm really get, trying to get into like um, doing more, t- cooking my own food a lot more, and like uh, showing people and thinking, doing a different recipes, and so we can definitely use that waffle, waffle maker. And 
you know, talk about life and move forward and, like, have support systems that are, have people that are doing the same things and building your network and, like, having fun, you know? Yes. Enjoying life. Because what's life without fun? Oh, oh, cheers to that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like <laughs> You know? Because one thing my mom has always advocated for was for fun. Mm. Shout out. Mama A. <laughs> Shout out to Mama A. Love you. Hope to see you soon. For real. Like, she always advocated, like, you guys work hard. You guys have some fun. She was really hard. Yes. <laughs> on me. And it paid off. But it paid off, yeah. But, you know, she still advocated for the fun part. And it's like, you know, you have fun. You went to a top university. You guys had a degree. You know, at another top university, by the get that degree. So, hey. Okay, so I have a question for you. Why do you think that it's important for black women to reconnect and to black people and just people in general, like humans, for us to reconnect with each other? Why is that valuable? Black women need to reconnect because I feel like so often we are so used to tearing each other down. And half the time you cannot come to the root of why we're tearing each other down. Mm. Like, we don't even know why. Where did this issue rise from? Why are we even here? Why am I tearing you down? You actually cool-ass person. Yeah. What happened? What happened? And it's like, how can we, how can we like, put our pride aside and build each other up? Mm-hmm. And learn to say, like, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I'm <laughs> sorry. And I hope that we can move forward. And, and connect. Yes. And just, like have a good life exactly wish each other well like and sometimes it's sometimes what we're connecting is like you don't have to like be the best of friends and like we don't have to like call each other every day but it's like not you want to call me every day that's cool too but it's like (laughs) at the same time it's like we can still wish each other each other well no matter where we are in life and you know like i think we're stronger together than we are apart and that sounds so cliche but it's really true it's true it's true that history i mean that's proven yes history (laughs) you know you can apply it to like war you could apply it to government you could apply it to different aspects of life but it's always when people get together when things get done yes everybody's just paced out yes and you you make things happen Mm -hmm. and you have a common goal exactly so i like that so is do you think that's a difference between how so I'm gonna get a little, a little racial. Oh, you don't mind? No, girl, I don't mind. <laughs> oh, good, an invitation. So, <laughs> do you think there's a difference between how white people can reconnect versus how black people reconnect, just in general? I know that's a, re- a really broad question. Um, I don't really know how I would perceive that question, so you can even take a moment. Um, but tell me what you think. I feel like sometimes, yeah. I feel like. You know, in the in the black side of things, we tend to have a lot of pride when it comes to certain things. We just have a, a big pride because, I mean, in general, everything is set up for us to, like, lose. 
So then after, we just have to have pride in ourselves to kind of, like, propel us forward mm. through all the obstacles that we have to hoop through and everything. Every day. And, and it really goes to talk about some of the masks that we have to put on. I think sometimes it's a period uh, idea of, like, not having the time and not having the energy to put on that mask and put aside that pride and or I said I said take off that mask and put aside that pride and reconnect with people or apologize for something that we did wrong because it's like we're doing we're facing so many other obstacles in our everyday life especially if you are in academia especially if you're like a professional life or especially if you're working a minimum wage job trying to make it working overtime and still barely paying your bills Mm -hmm. it is so many there's so many masks that you have to make so many racial hits that you have to take and that you take and that you get tired of fucking taking and this shit is fucking I'm getting mad I'm literally getting so mad right now like like it's tiring it's like why 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 like this you wake up in the morning why you know like sometimes it's 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 a wonder I don't wake up pissed already like wonder it's it's a wonder and it's like how how do we stay sane in this world that is just so systemically set up against us the most hated person in the world is a black woman black woman and it's like why Why? it's like why do you hate us and at the same time like i we can ask why why do you hate us but i don't really i don't care why you hate us just stop hating and get over it get over it we 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 literally worked your plantations we served your children we fed your children from our breast we cooked your meals we birthed your slaves we're tired we're done we're through like stop like stop hating us and i think that and i and i and i, and I say that we're talking about black women here but i feel the same for black men black people people of african descent like mm-hmm. we're tired stop hating and, and at the same time, not only, like, stop hating, but stop systemically putting yourselves against us to where we are fighting every day. Like, when you say it's a matter, you don't wake up pissed the hell off. Like, mm-hmm. because things are set up against us. And, and it's, when I think about black people in America in particular, or in a lot of other countries, not even just America, we did not ask to be here. We did not ask to be here. And you can say, go back to your country, and yeah, this is our country because we've been here for years and we were brought here centuries. centuries and we were not we have not been treated well as a people we have not been treated well and there's no there's no one who can argue anything against that and if you do hit me up <laughs> kt.talkingthattalk at gmail.com <laughs> and you better come make sure you come with data statistics charts and like papers because we sure do we, we sure do <laughs> Oh, I'm mad, but you know what? Bring them I, I facts, should <laughs> bring them facts because we had we had them as well, and I feel like. But at the end of the day, we're talking about reconnecting, and the reason why we're we got even got to that point because we're talking about the pride and just like what it takes to even wake up in the morning and be. So when it comes to reconnecting and it comes to building these bonds and putting aside the time to get together and have a drink or have lunch or to have a conversation to about feelings, not everybody has the time for that. So, I have a question for you. Okay. So, has this ever happened to you in a different form in terms of reconnecting with someone 
um, from past. Whether It doesn't have to be necessarily a friendship. It could be a relationship or a family member. You can disclose as much as you want. But just in general, like, this is a... Sometimes it can be a really hard thing for people to do to just be like, hey, girl, like, how you doing? You okay? <laughs> Reconnecting with somebody from the past. Hmm. Well... I've had to in the tone of of reconnecting with my birth father. Okay. Yeah. How's that been? It did not go too well, but I did attempt. Okay, and you put yourself out there? I put myself out there. Um, I think it was when I was a sophomore in college. Went to Miami with my friends. And so I was like, father, I'm in Miami. Mm Mm-hmm. Yada yada, and just realized that nah, it was not worth it, and still haven't spoken to him since. Really? So you he did not express an interest in wanting he to did, see. He did, but his interest was um, self-serving. Mm. You decided that it wasn't best for you to even, even engage. Not even. Yeah, I can. I can understand that because sometimes you do things and you're just like, you do them because you're like, okay, I'm gonna put myself out there, and then if you get you don't get the right energy or the right responses mm-hmm. that you want, or that you maybe would expect after however long of not you know reconnecting with this person or connecting with this person or talking to them, it's like you maybe expect certain things in it. If you're yeah. not if you're not giving me what I need at that point, I know you're not a mind reader, but I cannot continue but um but yeah but I mean that's just a, a negative experience but you know I've had other experiences like you know with like the guy that I currently talk to or whatever you, mm-hmm. you guys call it these days <laughs> 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 so we met in high school off of BS rumor. Do you remember that rumor of how me and, and, and Jay met? Um, I don't remember the rumor, but we could talk about it later. Okay. okay. So we met off this rumor. Didn't really speak because clearly there was this rumor, and we were like, "Yeah, nah." Like, yeah, like, I don't even know them. I've never even exactly. Talked to them in my so life. it was like, "I'm gonna just continue not knowing who you are because y'all wilding on y'all side." Mm-hmm. So like, keep that energy. Over yeah. There. Then we went to the same college. Mm-hmm. You know, freshman year, I was like, "Oh, hi, how you doing?" We'll see you at public events or whatever, because mm-hmm. we we weren't even in the same like. Um, degrees or anything. One is science, one is business. Different yeah. schools. Yeah. Different colleges. The, yeah, I mean, have class <laughs> in the same buildings. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we reconnected <laughs> after we both graduated. Well, well after he we graduated. the same college and then... Uh, after he graduated, because he was a year ahead of me. Okay. After he graduated and I was like on the verge of graduating. Yeah. Oh wow, girl, we're we're similar. We're so similar. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, man, we we reconnected and then we dated, and it's just been it's been a ride since. 
Oh, like it's stuff. Like, yes, I'm, that's exciting. Like, so, it's, yeah. it's really good to reconnect and to even um, put yourself out there. And sometimes you don't know what you'll get back, but sometimes it's good and yeah. sometimes it's great. And that is, I'm always, I'm always happy to hear a good like ending. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just sending you all kinds of love and positive energy Thanks. to you and your relationship and that reconnection. And to both of you, because it's it doesn't happen often, and when it does, it should be celebrated. Right. So go black love and black potential love and like all I that. I made this video in November when we were together in Mexico, and he was talking about how we met and all that stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, she curved me the first time." <laughs> <laughs> wow, so funny. I, I, me, girl, me too. <laughs> Talk about queen of curves. I'm trying to get better. I really, it's not, it's not a good. Bro, quality. it's automatic. You just be like. Curve, Look out curve. for certain things. Yeah, it's like I don't, who we don't have time. <laughs> exactly. It's like, do you know how much I have to plan my fucking day? I don't have time. <laughs> how much time I have to look at my phone and text and respond or call and talk? Like, it's really limited. Like, and sorry, first of all, your texts sound like a child is writing them. Next, <laughs> <laughs> next, next. Can you speak proper English? Yes or no? <laughs> or not? You know? Like. So, so, yeah, uh, just don't have the time for BS. No. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I don't either. And it's good that we have that, we have that in common because it's, I think where we're headed in life, we, it just won't it ever won't work. The time that I have for BS happened years ago. That time has passed. True. <laughs> so if you're, you're late to the party, if you're a Sorry. time waster. <laughs> Please take, take, the, take, take the nearest exit to the left. To Thanks. the left, to the left. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so um, did you happen to conjure up something that you may have wanted to know about me on the topic of reconnections? What did you think was the, the issue? Or what did you think about the situation? How did that make you feel? Oh, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, I, I can answer them. <laughs> Uh, I think that I thought that when whatever happened between me and that uh, Jay, mm-hmm. I thought that um, our other friend, I'll call her Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Unicorn had talked to me about the situation and like maybe even understood where I was coming from or what happened, because like he was really violent like super mm-hmm. violent and it was over a situation that was like so small mm-hmm. and like violent towards me and I feel like Unicorn mm-hmm. sided with him and then I thought that you sided with Unicorn because I didn't know like I didn't I didn't know if y'all even knew like what happened or how it happened except for maybe what he said or people who were there said so I feel like I saw the end of it because I was inside and it happened right by the yeah, I have it out in the cafeteria. Yeah, by where we had the little blood stand. drive. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The little stand that you know where they had the entrance to the auditorium that was yeah. set up with it. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm saying that little area. Yeah, so, where it happened. I was inside it, but then I came out. But I only saw like the the end of it. Yeah, so it, it, he just got really violent over like something so small, and I I was just like, well, like I don't know what to, t- to say to you. And then it was just like, it seemed like everybody stopped talking to me. And like I felt, I was like, oh, well, maybe I did something wrong. But at the same time, I was like, I know I didn't do anything wrong because 
he was really violent mm-hmm. and I'd also heard that he was had anger issues and potentially was violent with her as well so I didn't like but I didn't know for sure because it wasn't like something that was talking about I mean at the end of the year I don't know if you saw all what happened um I heard oh yeah I may have seen videos or heard things but I wasn't in the circle and I didn't like belong in the circle at that point so I wasn't really trying to yeah so basically your your suspicions they were proven yeah yeah he can be violent had anger issues yeah like he got really angry with me and the issue was the issue that happened was that I was remember I was like really into student council mm-hmm. so I was basically helping You're the president yeah so I was I was running the blood drive the, the yeah. blood drive is the president's job so I was running the blood drive and he wanted to he had not signed up for the blood drive mm-hmm. and he said that he wanted to go in there to just sit down he knew he wasn't going to be able to get blood and he wanted to go have snacks and sit down and get a class. I was like, we're trying to reserve spots for people who really want to give blood because mm-hmm. we really have a goal of reaching this certain amount of blood. Or we like we want people to really like this is, want we're to. actually doing this for a cause. Yeah, like we have integrity. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, come like on, get out of here. So like he was like really pissed with me because I wouldn't let him enter the blood drive. And I because I was like, do you want to give blood? And he was like, he, he didn't want to do it because he's talking about like he had practice or like. The bottom line was he didn't want to get blood. Yeah. And I was like... He just like, wanted a lollygag. Yeah, he wants a lollygag. And people were always looking for a shortcut because they know somebody. And at that point, I don't mind if my friend gets out of class. Fine, get out of class, but give blood. Yeah. For our cause. <laughs> yeah. I give blood. Why can't you give this blood? This is a transaction. Yeah, so yeah. This is a transaction. This is life. This is your first lesson. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, this... It pissed me off. And so he... he it pissed him off, too. And he... Got in my face, and I wasn't about to back down from him. I wasn't scared of him. And security had to, like, come get him out of my face because it was, like, I was, like, the thing is, like, you're literally a whole-ass football player. Like, why why are you so angry, and why is your anger directed t- towards me? You can come in, but are you going to get blood? Like, he just, um, at the end of the day, had anger issues. <laughs> he had anger issues, and he was abusive. And it was, like, okay, well, when after that happened, I was, like, okay, she stopped talking to me, and then you stopped talking to me. And I was, like, oh, shoot, well. Maybe I did something wrong, but at the same time, I'm like, I know I didn't do anything wrong. But I never was like, like, hey, this happened. Like, is there something wrong because of this situation that happened? And so I think that now that we're older, I think that was ever happened again. I'm like, hey, like, bitch, like, did you, did you see what fucking happened? Like, this thing is crazy. Like, it, it would be a conversation and, like, uh, like, uh, like, like, let me tell you. And then you can make your own opinion about it. Yeah. So we're older. We've grown. <laughs> I think I was misinformed. Um, yeah. But like I said, I only saw the end, so I didn't even know what to make of it because by the time I saw it, he was being dragged. Well, not dragged, but taken away from the desk. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that we still have this memory because I was like, that was a real instrument, like, not instrumental, but like, it was, it was a, a time that I remember because I was like, damn, like, I literally lost all my friends off this fucking nigga. Like, who, I mean, hopefully he's doing well in life now. Hopefully he has a therapist. I feel like we all need a therapist, but I hope you got a therapist, bro. You listen to this. But, <laughs> sorry, I love it. Something else. But, um, I don't know, but that was some serious anger. And I'm glad that you and I are able to reconnect. And I hope that we have a good future as friends and that we reach our goals and we gonna become doctors. And, hey. MD.
you know D-O's, it. D-O's. Hey, whoever gives us the most money. Hey, amen. For all the admissions counselors out there that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> we, amen. Yes, we are any addition to anyone's uh, We don't want no school. more student loans. No more student loans. No more student debt. We've worked so hard, so, you know. All right, so that's, do you have anything else to say about reconnecting? Or reconnections? Mm. Final points? I feel like in terms of reconnecting, for all of you out there, (laughs) get out of your head. Mm. Get out of your head. Because your head will always give you the worst case scenario. It does, and it'll have you thinking all sorts of things that the person may not even have considered. Mm-hmm. Get out of your head. Get out of your head. And just do it. If you're thinking about it, they're probably thinking about it too, and somebody's brave. Look, <laughs> please, let me start with a disclaimer. Kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Out there, okay? But... I did take uh, alcohol and drug class in my neuroscience um, degree plan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And um, they explained that, you know, the reason why a lot of times it seems as though when people are under the influence, they seem to be superhuman. They're the ones who usually are able to avoid injuring major car crashes. That they mm-hmm. cause themselves because they are under the- <laughs> You know, they seem to have funny? superhuman strength. You see videos and they are whooping behind. Like, I'm talking about <laughs> 10 cops trying to bring down one crackhead. <laughs> Sorry. If anybody has a crackhead, cuts me. But I know you've seen them yes, videos. Yes. Be whooping ass, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they are unable to subconsciously think of fear of that moment. Mm-hmm. Fear is what keeps us under a threshold in our body's capabilities because not only are we fearful that we may not be strong enough, but oh, if I do this, I might break this. And yeah. but this is all subconscious because this is our survival method. Yes. It allows us to survive. You know, we're animals at the end. Teach us. <laughs> Teach us. Come on. It's our survival method. So, you know, when we are on those type of mind altering drugs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Fair is is not a factor. So we are kind of functioning at our maximum level of like physical strength. That's why those people are superhuman. These are Spider Man in in real life. Like mm. Yes, and can I be say be able something? to oh go ahead. No, no, I just I just no, I agree with you. Be able to do anything and like oh. have no fear. Yeah. They could domesticize wild animals. What are you how do you <laughs> what (laughs) yes that and i also want to just say like in because drugs do give us these capabilities and they do allow us to live at a fuller extent if you do 
I feel like it's the same thing. It's like, okay, kids, have say, have no sex. Be abstinent. Be abstinent. Everybody be abstinent. But it's like, they're still, te- they're still teaching this in Texas schools, by the way, in Southern schools. But at the same time, it's like, okay. Good old red state. Good old red state. No, it's <laughs> terrible. So it's like, instead of kids, don't do drugs. Okay, kids, don't do drugs. But if you are going to do drugs, do them at a safe, like, know the drug you're doing. Please know your supplier and understand the drug you're doing and the possible side effects and know that you may die. That drug may have been laced with fentanyl. Mm-hmm. That is happening right now for, to people. People are dying because of that. Yes. So you, if you're going to do drugs, do your research and be aware and know how your drug is supposed to look. There is a website. I don't know the drug website. I'm going to link it in the comments that has um, all the drugs that are on the streets. And know your drug and take the right amount. If you're not sure, take half, take a fourth. I'm not advocating for drug use, but I am advocating for safe drug use because I know that we all, or uh, I won't say we all, I will say that people experiment and nothing's wrong with experimentation and nothing's wrong with safe experimentation, but just know that people do die from drug use. So... Uh, and ways. don't use heroin and don't use crack. Like, don't be okay. Like, there is whack. Crack is whack. <laughs> crack is whack. Crack has always been whack. And there, there are several. There are several drugs that have been put on the streets to put us out, yeah. and to put us out of business and to put our minds out of business. And uh, do your research and don't do heroin. Snowfall. Like, what's snow, what's snowfall? Snowfall. What's that? Oh, put the people on. Can you speak louder so we can know what's going on? So, what you know, she's talking about how basically, you know, um, like the, the, the crack epidemic was set in motion to put a certain population oh, down. us. Us. Black people. Black people. By you know? the government. By mm. the government. So, uh, shout out to Snowfall. It is a series on, I think, FX. It kind of goes into depth about that. It's about a drug dealer, Franklin, unfortunately. Yes, he's one of us. But... <laughs> He is set into motion by the CIA. Wow, that sounds like a story that I've heard that has actually uh, Rick Ross. The, yeah, not not the rapper Rick Ross, but yeah, the, the, actual, the, drug, the yeah. actual Rick Ross. So yes, yes. Snowfall. If if you're not the type to like to read, and you like to learn with your it's documentary. Understandable. Look, <laughs> I get it, but you should probably pick up a book or two. But still, yes. <laughs> If you're not that type, go watch Snowfall. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I'm I'm down. I need to go watch Snowfall. I have another week of vacation from school, so I'm definitely gonna Snowfall. watch. Yes, watch some shows. I have a whole list. I will say I have a whole list. I'm, I just started. You have you seen that? Oh yes. Are <laughs> you on season one or two? I'm on season. One. Oh, there's two seasons. There's oh my goodness. Seasons. I'm literally on episode three. <gasps> Oh, season two is even juicier. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It's juicy. Okay, I usually will say that I've been watching. I'm usually the a last comedy watcher. The last episodes would you have you mind fucked. You could be like, what the heck? <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to watch it. Okay, so I got to catch up. Okay, so look at that. We connections. We're getting new shows. So our, our last reminder was, did you say get out of your head? Yeah. All right, so everybody, get out of your head. This get is, out of your head. Get out of your head. This is Talking That Talk with T and Trina, and we are out. Peace. Peace.